0: Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of September 3rd, 2023. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week. Without a doubt, big moves happening in the sky now. Boy, is this a very special time. This week, we have remarkable energies overall and overall really fortunate celestial events taking place. And what that tells me is if you're starting this week and feeling as if there is something troubling you, something that feels not right, something that you wish was different. Well, just hold on, because chances are it is rooted in the recent full moon that we had, which is about culmination and conclusions. It's about helping us to understand what it is we no longer need in our lives as part of moving towards all that has yet to be. This is a very fortunate week, and I don't say that lightly. It holds one of the more fortunate days of the year, which is when the sun trines Jupiter, but this time we've got Mercury in the mix. And not only that, we have got two big planets changing directions one of these planets changing directions magnifies a sense of possibility and excitement and blessings but both ancient benefits are changing directions now right out of the gate either late Sunday in the Americas or Monday in the rest of the world we get Venus officially going direct I know lots of us out there are really looking forward to this But remember, as we start the week, Venus is at the height of her power, meaning that what the larger learning of this Venus retrograde season has meant to be uniquely for you very likely is coming right to the surface, and it's going to be rooted in love in some way. That is always the question around Venus retrograde. Do I love it? Person, place, thing, situation. Is there love here or not? Venus retrograde gives us a chance to be honest about that, but I have found usually it is through experience that we get during the retrograde that once Venus goes direct, we understand more about what we want to do about it. What's actually going to change as a result starts to make itself clear now as Venus stands still and starts to move forward as we begin this week. Now, this love can be oriented towards any external circumstance. But also, I would say, because this has been a Venus retrograde season entirely in the sign of Leo, which has to do with confidence and being in your own sense of worthiness, which is a place and a space of love. Well, where it is that perhaps we can either be more genuine and humble in how we love ourselves that awareness may come to the surface now but also the flip side of leo energy of course is ego and ego is a different place from which to approach the world Um, all of us are worthy none of us is entitled those are two very different stances to take and where it is that we have allowed ego to go to unhealthy places We're able to see it for the mask that it is, a mask that hides a sense of our own feelings of lack of love for ourselves or feeling that there's lack in the world where it comes to love, yes, but blessings in general as well. The ancients did consider Venus the lower benefic. So this is a planet of blessings. But the really big blessings, the higher benefic, is the planet Jupiter. Well, Jupiter, standing still in the sky, will change directions as well by going retro. So Jupiter, at the height of its power, closer to the Earth than it might otherwise be, as it is shifting gears and changing directions, Venus as well in her own way, but Venus is going forward, which is certainly a very powerful symbol for finally able to understand and move forward on a matter near and dear to our hearts. As we understand more about what we love but jupiter right now the higher benefit is in the sign of taurus the sign of taurus is ruled by venus whatever venus does it's going to evoke and awaken what's happening in the sign of taurus so you can see here with jupiter there there is this affinity this connections playing out there and so add this layer as well jupiter itself in an earth sign is about blessings that manifest, that change our life in a real way. And I feel as I look at these two energies together, the larger understanding is, it's great to believe in yourself and love yourself and be in your worthiness, but what does that actually look like? How does that show up in your life? How does that speak to what you embody in this life and what you've manifested? It's not just about what we believe in a passionate sense, what lights us up, which is important. But also important is to understand that we are incarnated for a reason and that it isn't that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, but that it is intimately connected, the way in which earth and spirit combine And I can't help but feel that's going to be a key part of our understanding in the beginning of the week. As much as Jupiter standing still going retro can be very over the top, can go really overboard, and then invite you to stop and say, okay, what was all that about? What was I actually showing myself? What was I actually demonstrating to myself in that process? Well, it is Venus going direct that helps us find our answers and helps us to understand that chances are our answers are rooted in love, especially love that we hold, that we embody. That includes the love for ourselves as well. But Jupiter makes itself known in other ways as well. On Wednesday, we get Mercury and the Sun meeting in the sky, an important moment of a retrograde season for Mercury. Uh, This is where Mercury is not visible. This is where Mercury is considered in the underworld, that much more personal, that much more private. But it's about what we are thinking and bringing a new awareness to the power of our minds. Mercury retrograde is always a chance to get honest with ourselves. But reaching that deep level of honesty, whether it's easy, whether it's hard, That tends to peak when it is that Mercury meets the Sun as part of the retrograde season and movement. And so now here we are. And on Wednesday, these two planets meet, a time of depth of honesty within. On the way there, on Monday, Mercury connects in supreme harmony with Jupiter. On Friday, the Sun connects in supreme harmony with Jupiter. The Sun trine Jupiter is considered one of the more fortunate celestial events to take place. It's thought to be a time when more of us feel that good luck is on our side. And we get the trine of Jupiter and the Sun taking place twice a year. And so now here we are, this is our moment, but it's heightened that much more because Mercury is in the mix. Both Mercury and the Sun are moving through the sign of Virgo, another Earth sign. And whereas the energy of Taurus is connected to earth and embodiment rooted in our five senses, it is the earth energy of Virgo that invites us to look at what we are actually doing in our small moments as we move through our life. What are we actually showing ourselves? With Venus and Leo, we're getting in touch with knowing that we are worthy, which is a beautiful thing. But how does that show up in the moments where maybe other people aren't looking? In those moments where we're doing the daily minutia, the little habits, the little rituals, the day in and day out of what existence actually is. And what are we affirming there? With Mercury, what thoughts are we affirming? But with the sun, where is our life force going? Where is our life force being strengthened or not? And it is this energy of Jupiter trining these two big planets that I think for a lot of us, it's going to be some celebration of what is done well. So we may see this on the collective level where more of us are talking about and holding up as examples people who do what they do really well because they've practiced a lot, Uh, That's one part of it, but also in our own lives as well, where we're able to look at what we do well and also find some reward or affirmation or growth or possibility or just confidence, confidence in what we know, what we've shown ourselves again and again and again. Virgo is the sign of mastery. We've had strong Virgo energy as of late, so I know I've been talking to you about this. And mastery is always rooted in what we've repeatedly done. I also think of trines of Jupiter as representing a Midas touch, where it is that we feel as if everything we're doing is easy, is right, is generating even better and better. And that's where you do need to be a little bit careful with trines because it can feel like everything is amazing And because of that, everything is always going to be amazing. Now, there are times when we are invited to surrender to the universe, to say, okay, I am a human, I am humble, all of this feels really overpowering or really painful. Everyone goes through times in life where we recognize that our power in this moment is acceptance and surrender. Just trusting that whatever's happening now will be part of a higher plan to get us somewhere better. And then there are times when the universe says, you decide, you own it. And I know that some people like to think that we always decide. Now, I would respectfully not agree with that. I think both are, the surrender and the ownership, a key part of the human experience. Just like we're being invited to own our sense of worthiness now when we do so from a place of humility, recognizing that we don't always have the answers. Well, that's where peace is found. That's where genuine gains can be made. And so this is one of those moments that says, what is it that you want? Get clear about that. Believe in that. Focus on that. Know that it can be yours because it absolutely can. In the process, on the way there to whatever it is that you want, yeah, there are going to be moments of feeling powerless. There are going to be moments of uncertainty. And again, surrender, one of the great spiritual principles that just about every spiritual leader has tried to affirm how powerful surrender can be. And yes, at the same time, there is so much power to be gained now by demonstrating belief in our abilities and by holding ourselves with a sense of accomplishment and positivity and hope, chances are that hope will be rewarded. This is a time to take a chance towards what it is you're hoping for. And so again, I want to reiterate, if it feels as if you are Starting this week, not necessarily feeling very good about what has been taking place. Maybe not really feeling as up or as high as you would like. Well, pace yourself and be yourself, as I like to say. But also know that this is where it can start to feel like something begins to change. This very fortunate energy now will give way to a very fortunate new moon that we have coming up next week. And next week is also when Mercury goes direct as well. And so we have the universe setting up some really nice windows here where we get to look that much more profoundly and deeply at how we participate in positive developments in our lives and how sometimes that participation means just staying open. And that, yeah, sometimes great things can find us it's also wonderful when we identify those great things and we run with it to make the most of it. Those chances, well, they may be in abundance now for a lot of us out there. For a very small percentage of people out there, considering we're coming off of that full moon recently, the moon is waning, your good luck, your great luck might be the frustration you feel that is going to help you to transition from one set of circumstances To a much more fortunate set of circumstances. This is the time to trust. Trust that you're being led somewhere good with a sky like this. I would say you absolutely are. Now, before I let you go with all this wonderful celestial energy taking place this week, I wanted to be sure to touch on a little bit of myth, because you know I love mythology so much, Venus and Jupiter. The ancient Aphrodite and Zeus. Uh, One of the more interesting stories of these two, there are several. I mean, they did interact quite a bit. But Venus was, uh, well, she was somebody that just about everybody wanted. All the gods were crazy about her, wanted to get to know her, wanted to be her lover. And she did enjoy her. Uh, expression in that way and took many lovers on. Um, but she was causing quite a stir and it was creating a conflict and uncertainty among the gods. And so Jupiter then said and went to Venus and said, I'm going to make you marry Hephaestus. Now, he chose Hephaestus for a couple of reasons. One was Hephaestus had been really good to Zeus, he was a smith's person. Uh, He created weapons, uh, and they ended up being weapons that were very effective for many of the gods, Uh, most notably Zeus and his thunderbolt, also for Artemis as well, for Ares as well. So yes, his expertise was certainly celebrated among the gods, but he also chose Hephaestus because he knew that Aphrodite was not going to be into him at all. And there were a few reasons for that, but the main reason was she was really smitten by Mars. She really wanted to be with him. Uh, they had this chemistry, this irresistible sense of constantly finding themselves to each other. And Zeus was a little annoyed at Aphrodite because he wanted Venus too. Venus flirted back. She brought him right to that of thinking something was going to happen. And then she was like, no, I'm out of here. Nothing's going to happen. Ha ha ha. Well, this was uh, Zeus's way of trying to punish her. Wow. Zeus could just do that. Right. He could just command her and say, no, you are going to marry this dude. I don't care that you don't like him. I don't care what's going on. You're going to do it. And I thought to myself, wow, like story of so many women for millennia unfortunately. uh, And it was encapsulated here, even a goddess in that moment could not say no. But that wasn't going to stop her from doing what she wanted to do. And so there's lots of stories of her having these romantic moments with Aries slash Mars, Hephaestus knowing about it, Hephaestus being heartbroken over it until he finally lets Venus go. And so I share this because yeah, Jupiter and Venus, they got some history. They're going way back. And both planets remain within orb of a free-floating square. We have been feeling this for a while as Venus has slowed down to a standstill within orb of a square to Jupiter. That square will perfect once we navigate forward, not next week, but the week after as Venus slowly gains traction and Jupiter slowly begins to move backwards. Both planets traveling slowly now remain in that conversation. And this conversation of tension that astrologers call a square, well, it is that sense of tension between both Aphrodite and Zeus, the kind of tension that had Zeus saying to her, no, you got to do this, and her saying, okay, fine, I know I have to do it, but you know what, I'm really going to do what I want to do. I can't help but think some of that might play out now for a lot of us out there as we are looking at what some higher wisdom that Zeus represents might be, what some higher blessing we might be going for. But then also what we really want to do, which is Venus, what really makes us happy, gives us pleasure, gives us joy, helps us to feel loved. If there's any conflict within us as to how to make those two come together, well, this is that time of reflection, but also experimentation. We've been in it as these two planets have been, free-floating their square over the last couple of weeks, will be for another couple of weeks. The fact that both these planets remain in contact, well, it does speak to us finding our own way to gain power, to gain purpose, to look at what's being asked of us, but also know who it is we really want, and also what it is that we know our heart tells us we are worthy of. What I love about this week for you, there's so much here, it's a powerful and meaningful astrological moment. Wow, is this a huge time. Two big planets, the Benefits, the ancient benefits, the lower benefit of Venus, the higher benefit of Jupiter, both standing still in the sky as we start this week, both remain within orb of a conversation of tension, which means that in one way or another, these two energies, we are trying to figure out how to make them come together in our own lives. But more than that, and aside from their connection to each other, Jupiter standing still is always a time of heightened hope that's going to be magnified that much more considering that Mercury and the sun are trying that Jupiter, lending themselves towards us moving towards one of the more fortunate days of the year on Friday when the sun trines Jupiter. At the same time though, Venus is finally going direct. I know a lot of us out there are celebrating this, are feeling relieved by this. Finally, there is clarity as to what our heart is really wanting, and that includes in love as well. There are memes that go around whenever it is that Venus goes retrograde, even Mercury going retrograde as well, about how you can't resist your exes and you know you shouldn't contact them, but then you do anyways. Well, this is where you start to see either why they were exes for a very good reason or You start to get very clear about what moving forward with this person might entail. Or maybe your feelings change. You just realize that, wow, you thought connecting with someone from your past might be a good idea, but now maybe not. If it is that maybe you didn't connect with an ex, but maybe you held some resentment, this is where you realize that, okay, yes, I've been holding this resentment. I hate that I went through that situation with that person, but now I'm ready to move forward. That's the blessings of retrogrades. They cleanse us and they get us honest with ourselves. Where it is that we needed to sit in certain feelings, now we understand the wisdom of them, which was always to help us to get in touch with the power of our own heart, the power of knowing we are worthy of great love, and that includes love for ourselves. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys, and to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you and your sign, log on to NadiaShawSuperstars.com, where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for each and every sign for as low as just $3 a month with choose your membership rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShawSuperstars.com. Links are in the description below. The Canadian Astrology Conference live or online is happening. It is in full effect very, very soon. The weekend of September 15th, which means you've got just over a week left. Well, by the time this week starts, yeah, almost two weeks before the conference begins. But Really, not a lot of time. And I hope that you will join us again, whether it's online, whether it is in person in lovely Calgary, Alberta. This is set to be a party among astrologers. And this is a really good time to decide how you're going to be there, how you're going to be connected to us. uh, And you would be very welcome either way. So, we've got big astrologers who are going to be joining us. Our very special international guest. The great, the dear Rick Levine is going to be the star of the show in many ways. Uh, Rick Levine is going to do the banquet keynote, and he will also be doing a post- uh, conference workshop as well, and so there's lots to learn from from Rick. He really is one of our great living legends. I love this person so very much, and yeah, Rick Levine is coming all the way to Calgary uh, to teach us. And if you can be there, as I said, in person is great. If you just want to join us for the banquet, you can get a banquet ticket as well, um, or if it is that you decide to get the whole conference pass then the banquet keynote talk is included in that as well. So there's lots of ways to learn from Rick Levine as part of the very special Canadian Astrology Conference coming up very, very soon. Now, let me share some other people who are going to be speaking. I am going to be speaking. It looks like I started off as being uh, the MC, and I'm still going to be the MC for the opening and the, the banquet and the close. And I'm really looking forward to all of that. But it looks likely that I will also be able to put a talk in there somewhere. And so I'll let you know the details of that. Um, But it is going to be connected to the larger theme of Earth Wisdom Astrology. Uh, I've got some ideas that I'm really excited to share with you. And I'm looking forward to bringing to the Canadian Astrology Conference. My friend Alex Trenoweth, she is a celebrated astrologer, an author many times over. I know you've seen her on my channel many times and at Synchronicity University as well. Alex will be teaching on Ojibwe uh, dream work. So in the interview I did with her recently, she spoke about her Ojibwe roots and what that was like for her growing up. So she's bringing some of that ancestral wisdom to this event. Uh, some of our other speakers include Gasheda Kewak, who's going to be doing the pre-conference workshop at Majorsville. This is a sacred site, older than Stonehenge. I know lots of people are going to love learning from her on site, uh, again, bringing this earth wisdom uh, as part of the experience, and it is set to be an experience itself. Carl Glimmick will be teaching about astrometeorology, which is the astrology of weather. Tymon Howard is going to be teaching on the duplicity of the earth signs. It'll really help you to understand the earth signs in your chart. William Morris will bring astrology and sound healing together. Donna Young is going to teach gardening by the moon. Now, this is something I'm really looking forward to personally because... Since I've been out in the boonies all summer, I've had nothing to do other than a little bit of gardening here and there. Uh, It's certainly not the big city life that I'm used to when I travel around the world, but it has been really nice getting to know my parents, yes, but also the land itself. So this is a talk I'm really looking forward to. Toby Aldrin will bring local space astrology and Jeannie Picasso will bring astrology and the medicine wheel. So you can see here, we've got lots of amazing speakers to look forward to. I hope that you will join us again in lovely Calgary, Alberta. I will be there. If you just want to show up for a quick hug and a moment, I would love that as well. I will give you a little gift. But if it is that you can join us for any of the talks, You would be very welcome for that as well with conference passes and so on. Uh, Day passes are going to be available as well. So if you just want to attend for one day, uh, you can do that also. So learn a whole lot more about the Canadian Astrology Conference live in Calgary or online at CanadianAstrologyConference.ca. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has some incredible programs that are beginning this week as part of a jam-packed superstar September, uh, at Synchronicity University. Uh, now, as we begin this week, it is Labor Day weekend, which means I'm not sure if a team member has been able to flip the prices back to their normal price. Uh, up until the end of last week, we did have the, um, Uh, of course, the choose your tuition rate. Now, if you're lucky, you might be able to get in there with choose your tuition rate at the very beginning of this week. But for the most part, uh, the regular price for classes is $35 a class and you can join for a single class or you can buy multiple classes as well. And so incredible programs are taking place. For example, with the one and only Rachel Lang, she is going to be teaching a five-part course starting this week on Modern Money Magic, helping you to understand prosperity in your chart. Of course, the very celebrated medical astrologer, Kira Sutherland, is going to be joining us as well. And she's going to be teaching a five-part course on medical astrology with lots of practical ways in which to understand the chart so that you can have your remedies, so that you can improve overall health for yourself and to those whom you might serve with your astrological practice. And we have a jam-packed speaker series. This is very exciting. Uh, the September speaker series does feature a living legend. We are so fortunate to have the one and only Richard Tarnas, and he is going to bring a mystical understanding of the cosmos in his talk Live at Synchronicity University. This is a talk not to miss. I will be teaching as well. Uh, My talk is going to be uh, a checking in of Pluto and Aquarius so far. How's it been going for you and what is there to look forward to in 2024? And it'll include horoscopes for each of the signs. We're going to have the one and only Jen Zart, another celebrated astrologer. We really are so fortunate with this uh, September speaker series. And Jen is going to be helping us to understand Mercury in Virgo and this Mercury retrograde, the perfect and perfect time to teach this as well as we are right now with Mercury in exaltation at the height of where Mercury most loves to be in the sign of Virgo and retrograde as well. My friend Natalia Maria from Brazil is going to help us to understand the 12 signs differently by exploring Greek myth and how it demonstrates the experiences of the 12 signs. And the very charismatic and brilliant Cassia Christoph is going to be helping us to understand critical degrees in evolutionary astrology. So any planets you have at the very end of one sign or the very beginning of another, well, they take on special evolutionary significance and she'll be exploring that with you. And so a very special September Speaker Series at Synchronicity University. I hope you can join us single classes or whether it is that you're able to get in to get the whole Uh, $5 rate, $5 a class rate, uh, you would be very welcome. Either way, join us, SynchronicityUniversity.com for all these incredible classes this September. Links are in the description below. And thank you. Thank you so much for this moment with you. Thank you for your trust. I'm truly so grateful for it. Uh, All the links about the different things I spoke of are below. And I hope that you enjoyed this time, especially right out of the gate as we're starting this week. Venus finally going direct, but also Jupiter stationary retrograde, helping us to get in touch with some truly profound blessings overall. I hope you love it. Thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.